0: Welcome to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing podcast. My name is Bruce Malkinson and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Sensor Technology Corporation. In each episode, you will learn from industry experts who share their insights and strategies on how to reveal hidden surface data and optimize the performance, comfort, and safety of surfaces. We will discuss and present solutions that have worked for real-world applications across fields like product design and safety testing, consumer, clinical, and human body performance. All right, welcome to our podcast today. And uh, I have the pleasure of uh, having Antonio Robustelli uh, join me yet again. Um, he is an international sports performance consultant with Omni Athlete Performance Concept. And today, we have the opportunity to talk about creating a lower body testing protocol in sport using plantar pressure mapping. Antonio, welcome. Hi, Bruce. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. So we're talking about lower body testing protocols. And uh, I wonder if you could just start by giving us an overview of the goals for a lower body testing protocol.
1: Yeah, uh, it's important to to, to know that the main goal of any uh, testing protocol, in this case, we are discussing about lower body testing protocol, is always to obtain and have a, a better understanding of the Performance of an athlete and it's uh, the status the, the and how the athlete is functioning in a specific period of time, and it's always uh, let's say a starting point from which coaches and sports performance, professional sports, uh, doctors and older the older professionals working in sports can 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 start to design uh, training programs, uh, rehabilitation, recovery treatments, and try to make the, the athlete perform better and recover faster.
0: Okay. And, and so what kind of insights can be expected from the process?
1: Oh, uh, there were a lot of, uh, insights that uh, can be expected from from the process. Uh, depending, on, of course, it depends on the type of sports, the type of specific skills required uh, by the sports. Uh, but uh, the, the insights can range from uh, how much uh, force the athlete is able to exert how that force is being distributed like pressure on on the sole of the foot, how the athlete is able to to deal with the requirement of the sports in terms of physiological processes, Uh, how the the muscle uh, in terms of electrical activity are working in a specific moment. So it's, let's say that in terms of insights that we can expect from the process, it can be defined as an interplay between biomechanical, uh, biochemical, uh, neuromuscular, and also psychological factors.
0: Okay. And um, I'm going to assume, of of course, it's also an opportunity to identify any kind of uh, imp- impairments or inconsistencies uh, in the a- in the athlete's movement.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's uh, one of the fundamental goal of a, of a coach to identify uh, any uh, abnormal. Uh, mm-hmm an aberrant uh, let's say pattern in, in the quality of movement. And uh, when, when, uh, when talking about quality, we, we mean uh, an interplay, an interconnection between uh, mobility, stability, uh, and balance, uh, together with how much uh, force the, the, the athlete is able to, to exert, and how that force is being transmitted um uh, over the different uh, function uh, segment of the food yeah. and this is the when planter data uh are starting to become more and more important into the into the process
0: so the key metrics um so, some of those you just referred to and and you did mention planter pressure but but uh, you know, what other technologies are required to capture that quality data that you need for an assessment?
1: Yeah, uh, well, I already mentioned the, the importance of, of, of planter pressure. So uh, planter pressure, uh, technology is one of the most important, but because of the amount of data that can provide uh, in relatively, Short period of time so required for for testing and assessment, and it can be integrated with other technologies like uh, like force, uh, like force data uh, from force platform. So with the with uh, EMG uh, for the um, electrical activity of the muscle and with some uh, known uh, technological tests. Uh, and other observational tests in terms of quality of movement that can match with pressure data uh, and uh, neuromuscular data uh, in order to provide with a better uh, an overall picture of uh, how the athlete is uh, uh, is functioning in a, in a in a given period of time.
0: Okay so given these available uh, you know the methods these technologies available how do you define an assessment or what what are the tests required uh, based on the unique demands of of the sport that an athlete participates in
1: yeah uh, it is a in, in sports training uh, methodology it is required the analysis of the performance model so that at the beginning uh, you are going to collect preliminary data uh, based on the specific uh, requirements of a sport so that you can uh, uh, create a target assessment protocol specific for sports, let's say, understanding the type of, let's say, running-based sports. It is important to uh, differentiate between sports requiring A linear speed or other sports requiring multidirectional speed, so a lot of change of direction. Also, sports requiring uh, high intensity efforts for a short period of time, like in sprinting, and other low intensity and low impact activities require. An, an effort sustained over time, like uh, middle distance and long distance running. So, uh, all these sports have a different uh, type of uh, pattern of force application, uh, function of the foot, uh, and the, the whole lower kinetic chain. So, it is important to understand this before designing uh, a, a specific testing protocol.
0: Okay. So, <clears throat> Um, what about, you know what, I'm wondering, are there, are there a set of standard baseline tests, that, uh, you know, the actual tests that you execute, regardless of what the sport is, and, and what would be uh, an example of those?
1: Yeah, uh, there are some standard baseline that are uh, general and that can be used regardless of the sport. And normally, uh, this test requires the, the analysis of basic patterns that are normal to daily activities, like uh, like walking, uh, which is probably one of the most uh, important baseline tests, uh, especially uh, when, when talking about plantar pressure. Uh, the a simple thirty minute, thirty seconds, sorry. Uh, walking test and gait analysis test uh, can provide with a lot of general data uh, that mm, give a specific, uh, a general understanding of how an athlete, how an individual is moving. If there is some uh, asymmetrical pattern uh, during gait and uh, we can, uh, analyze both the the pressure data during walking and uh, other characteristics in terms of uh, spatio-temporal data in terms of uh, okay. walking uh, stride length, uh, the duration of the of the stride, and so on. The length, the step length, and based uh, starting from this, uh, it's possible in a second stage. To switch to more specific tests
0: okay Um, so then once you get into uh you know an an actual assessment plan how intensive are the assessments in order to get good data you know what what techniques are required you know how how much uh repetition or 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 what other variables are required to to uh, get good data
1: in my in my opinion and in my experience, uh, testing uh, sessions should not be really uh, intensive, especially for um, in in order to have uh, good um, compliance uh, from 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 the athletes. Uh, most of the time, uh, the the testing session should not be uh, should not be felt by by the athlete as something very invasive. Uh, So uh, this is why it's important when designing a specific testing session to choose uh, only the right amount of uh, of testing without, without creating that overload know, overload of data and overload of tests, and still uh, arrange the testing sessions so that the athlete is uh, feeling like uh, it's a sort of training session and not a sort of medical uh, medical uh, assessment. So uh, that it can impact uh, a lot is psychological behavior so uh, i'm not a big fan uh, of uh, excessively uh, intensify the the assessment it's good to 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 coach the athlete in order to 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 be uh, compliant and uh, and it, to, to to have good data uh, and of course data that are reliable uh, we don't need a lot of tests, but we just need the, the right test for the right sports. And also, it depends on the amount of time that we have available to, to, to assess the athletes.
0: Okay, great. Thanks. <clears throat> so um, let, let's jump into sort of more of the applied side then. So what are some of the unique challenges in implementing assessments for teams versus individuals?
1: yeah uh, it is a very very it's a big challenge especially uh, f- for teams uh, because you know when, when testing an individual uh, you can design the testing session uh, based on your own uh, need uh, as a, as a coach as a professional together with the athletes and also the time available is is, is different uh, the, the big challenge is in professional sports team sport today because the the environment is filled with uh meetings training so the schedule is very very busy uh, the multidisciplinary team needs to be coordinated and integrated so uh, the time available is uh, is, uh, is not very very it's not uh, too much and uh, the technical staff, the coaching staff still have to deal with a high level of, of pressure so, uh, it's a big challenge, especially for teams. So uh, the, the first step uh, in, in a team sports is uh, when implementing assessment is to to try to make the most out of the very little time available. So in team sports, you need to carefully, more than individual, decide uh, which test to use because of the time uh, available and of course which type of type of test can provide you with most useful data and mm-hmm. in this case uh pressure mapping can help a lot because it requires uh, seconds uh, to measure let's say to acquire static standing uh data and also to, to acquire, let's say, gait. Uh, so it's, uh, yeah, it's one of the most uh, helpful technology in, the, in this context. Okay.
0: Um, and and, and um, how important are individual athlete goals, their needs, their abilities in, in, in uh, carrying out these assessments? Uh-
1: yeah, uh, individual athlete goals are um, fundamental. Uh, when, when you work with a, with an individual, uh, you are able to focus more on, on, on the uh, specific target for that athlete as you don't have uh, a, a team uh, and you have more more time to focus on the on the needs of each athlete and probably you can have more uh, space for for improvements uh, given the more uh, time uh, available to to work with athletes in a team you need to uh, compare and benchmark uh, each athlete uh, in, in the context also of the, of the team. Probably this is good in terms of competition because it's going to, to, to create a competition environment between athletes, especially uh, during testing uh, session. And this is not uh, happening uh, when working with an individual. But main positive uh, aspect is that you can focus also more on educating. Uh, the athlete you have more time in communication which is uh, one of the fundamental aspects and tools in terms of coaching uh, today
0: okay and then finally uh let's talk a little bit more about um you know some of the processes and the equipment itself so for lower body assessments what are the really meaningful measurements that you would want to capture
1: Oh, as I mentioned before, uh, the, the 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 most meaningful measurements are uh, an interplay are understanding because you know in, in so success in sports and in performance is uh, still related in how an an athlete is able to how much force is able to to exert in how many in how much in, in, in the time it takes to to express. Okay. This, this force. So, uh, the, the most and, and how the muscles are working in terms of timing of activation during this task. So, uh, in terms of technology, I think that uh, a blend between pressure, force, and electrical activity like EMG is uh, the, the, the most useful for, for coaches. Okay.
0: And what are the most important attributes of that measurement technology in terms of actually executing assessments? You know, the the portability of the equipment, the number of specific measurements you know one device can can uh, can be able to track and, and access to that data afterwards.
1: Absolutely, the the most uh, uh, important attributes or attributes of measurement technologies today are. Uh, the, the, uh, tr- probably the most important are three, the portability, the setup and uh, connection in terms of, soft, uh, of software and the ability to have a cloud that can manage all the, all the data. Okay. Uh, portability is important because uh, professional team sports also need uh, to test athletes, not only uh, in, a, in, a, in a lab okay but also directly on the field and also travel with the system so Mm. when they go for a training camps for a tournament and so on they most of most teams bring the technologies with them uh, in order to still use the testing systems during the the the, the tournament during the training camps. so portability is important the setup is also important as i mentioned earlier uh, the, the time availability uh, with the, there is a limited time availability. so the faster the, the setup, the better uh, for for the for the technical stuff. and the connectivity is uh, is important the ability to connect the, the system, both the connectivity within the, the same system so the the, the, the software, the cloud the, uh, and the connectivity with external, and the integration with an external athlete management system so that you can have all the, all the data uh, of, the, of the athlete in, a, in a one place.
0: Okay, and in, in our um, upcoming uh, webinar, you're going to be talking in some detail about uh, plantar pressure, which you've mentioned. And what I'm wondering is, uh, uh, you know, why is plantar pressure unique? And what are the key insights that can be captured from that specific technology?
1: Yeah, uh, plantar pressure is unique because uh, can give uh, can give coaches uh, a lot of information with one single measurement. Uh, and uh, let's say that w- when you analyze uh, force, you are just obtaining the 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 amount of force that is being exerted. On a on a platform, but you don't know, you don't have any information about how the the this force is distributed, okay, uh, over different part of the of the foot, and how different part of the foot are able to 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 move uh, and to contribute to the overall motion of of the athlete with pressure. You can obtain this uh, all this data, uh, you can see how the, the force is distributed as a pressure in different parts of the foot and also uh, obtain the, the, the pressure uh, versus time curves for each segment of the foot for the rear, the mid foot and the front foot and uh, fingers. So it's a uh, it's uh, it's something that is you cannot obtain with other other technologies and uh, it provides also uh, a good information about the 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 how the 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 center of pressure is going to change is going to move forward during uh, during the different part of the specific skills whether it is a simple walking or it's a more specific skills in uh whether it's a golf swing or it's a change of of direction in a team sports it's a acceleration during a sprint and so on
0: all right well that gives us a great overview of uh of the kind of uh, uh, you know insights that we can expect in, in our upcoming webinar, and I really appreciate your time today, Antonio. And um, as always, a pleasure talking to you and and uh, getting these kind of insights from you.
1: Thank you very much, Bruce, and uh, see you. Uh, for our next webinar about lower body testing protocol, where we are going to talk about how to integrate pressure mapping with other complementary tests and how to design the the protocol for
0: specific sports. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. To learn more, go to extensor.com or email us at sales with any questions you may have. We'd love to hear from you. Never miss an episode by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts.